It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. There's something magical about the summer. I don't know if you feel it too, but that energy at night. You know, like in winter, you may be driving home or driving to work or, you know, I'm, I do the show from home and then it's cold and freezing out, at least in the Midwest for us. And then comes the summer and all you want to do is go outside. Outside your home, outside the office, outside. And, and that's how I feel. This energy, this, even the humidity doesn't bother me at night. And I just, it just, what a blessing. So uh, back to you, but I just want to celebrate summer with you. So that's why I'm in such a good mood. Any questions, call me, 855-905-8255. You have a question for me about your love life? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Maggie. Bonjour, Simon. I'm sorry, my accent's terrible. <laughs> no, no. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? I, I need help. Uh, I don't know how to get my boyfriend to spend more time with my family. I feel like I spend so much time with his parents, and it's not reciprocated. I don't, I don't know what to do. So what do you mean by that? Like, he doesn't want to, or what's the deal? Well, his parents live a lot closer, so we're able to go to dinner with them at least once a week. But my family has to travel in. And when they do, they spend like two weeks with us. And he always plan has a lot of work specifically for those two weeks. And he can't really spend a lot of quality time with us. So I don't know how to either convince him or like trick him into spending more time with my family. <laughs> trick him? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Should I? <laughs> I? I'm not into really the tricking part. Listen, here's, here's we got to be very frank. Uh, most people don't really enjoy, you know, like their, their mate's family. It's, it's, they make it politely. So I don't like the idea of, of tricking or pretending. I like the idea that if he wanted to spend more time with them, he would. And on the return card of this, the other side of the, the flip point of that is that you spend more time with them alone. Because honestly, I think you can relate to that. And we see that when there's a divorce. All of this, you know, is, is linked to you, you guys being together. So my advice to you, if, if you have a great boyfriend and he doesn't really spend much time with your family, don't hold a grudge against him because you can't force somebody to want to spend time with somebody else. It's fake. So don't think it's against you. It's, it's just the way he is. As long as he's a good boyfriend to you and respectful to your family, but he loves you and takes great care of you and he's reliable and a good guy, it's a miracle. And vice versa for you for him. So I, my advice is not to trick him. My advice is not even to talk about it with him. My advice is to leave him alone. And if he feels like it, then he'll come around. But I don't believe in tricking anybody or making somebody liking somebody else they don't really care for. Oh, okay. That's actually great, great advice because it's the exact opposite of what I was thinking to do. So I'm really glad. <laughs> well, I just, I don't, want, I don't want you to get tricked by anybody. And I wouldn't want him to come in, ask me how to trick you. And more than anything, Maggie, remember this. The idea that we automatically you know, want to spend time with our in-laws is fake. It's either there or not there. If it's not, it's okay. We just have to be polite and respectful of each other. That's all. Right. No, that's absolutely true. Yeah. So enjoy your parents for yourself. Keep them all for yourself. I think that's good. Ah, I will. <laughs> all right, Maggie. Thank, thank you. you for calling and have a good night. You too. Thank you so much.
Coming up, let's go to Willow's Facebook message because she has a question specifically for guys and need my advice. So Willow's Facebook message is next. So I got a Facebook message at the rendezvous show from Willow goes, Bonjour Simon, how do I get this guy that I like to notice me? What are some good flirting techniques that I could use? Hmm, okay, let's talk about that next. So I got this interesting question from Willow who goes, you know, how do I get a guy that I like to notice me? You know, what are the good flirting techniques that I could use? So if you're a woman listening to me, here's what you can do very smoothly without engaging yourself too much. Number one, the eye contact. Us guys can pick up if you look at us, if you wink once, if you, you know, look at us in a way, look at our mouth, stuff like that. It doesn't take any much words. And then also, you uh, can ask questions to that guy you like. And finally, all you got to do is, you know, barely touch his forehand. And the minute you do this, especially here in America, where touch is, you know, a, a kind of a no-no. But if, if you reach out and while you're talking, you put your hand on his forearm or on his shoulder more than once, he got it. And if he doesn't react to any of that flirting... He's not into you. So I hope that helps you, Willow. Uh, I'm a guy. This is how perceived that you're interested. Calls the next. Bonjour, Amy. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What's up? So my coworker and I are doing the ooh-la-la together. And okay. it's been going on for a couple months now. And we really like each other. And we've been keeping it a secret. And we're just kind of wondering whether or not we should tell people so um when you say the ulala is that mean that you're also going to dinner or just the act of ulala and no romance or stuff like that i mean what does that include besides the physical part we're going to dinner and we're doing things like that but it's all very private i see are you guys exclusive uh we haven't talked about it I'm not seeing anyone else, and I don't think he is either. And what's, what do you think is the rush? Why would you want to tell the rest of the world? Um, because I like him, and I'm excited about it, and I want to tell my, my friends who I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, you know, a, another side of that coin. Once people say people gossip a lot, right? So once the information is out in the open, especially at work, there's a tendency because you know, sometimes it's so boring that you have to gossip a little bit. Are you afraid of that? Yeah, I guess that's true. That is kind of my concern. It's a small company and people talk before in each other's business. Yep. So now that you know that, how much good will do to the relationship to have everybody eyes and ears at the office to check you guys out, talk about you behind your back, and so on. Do you think it can help the relationship or only hurt it? It would probably, probably hurt it at this point. Yep. So the yeah. advice is not to share anything. Keep what's private private for as long as you can. And um, enjoy the treasure of privacy because the influence of other people, especially at work, on a new relationship, it entertains them, but it's going to create gossip. And they're all going to have their words, and you will end up in a world world of, of stress that you don't need. Yeah, that makes sense. So 
We agree. No talking about that at work. Enjoy, and you have a good night. Thank you. Coming up, I'm going to go to my voicemail because Bethany has a question about a guy and needs my help. That's next. So I got a voicemail from Bethany who has a, a question, so let's hear it. Bonjour, Simon. This is Bethany. I am seeing this guy who is wonderful. I mean, he's so kind. He makes me laugh. He's great to me and my friends. The thing that is the problem is he's a really bad dresser. I mean, really terrible, like to the point where I get embarrassed to be seen with him in public. So, you know, I don't know really what to say to him to improve his style. I don't want to hurt his feelings, but it's really bad. I mean, I'm talking oversized clothes that don't fit him, really baggy jeans. He has no idea what to wear to a nice dinner. And I don't know if I'm being shallow, but I really like him and I want to be able to show him off. So if you had any advice, I would really, really appreciate it. And I will be listening, really eager to know what you think. Thanks so much. Thank you, Bethany. Yeah, what should you do if your partner is a terrible dresser? Let's talk about that next. Hey, what should you do if your partner is a terrible dresser? Right? That's the question from Bethany's voicemail. I love my guy. He's a terrible dresser. Yeah, well, I don't think it's a problem to kind of educate, you know, uh, on what you would like him to wear. Just go together to a shop, the mall, or wherever. And I think most guys are open to suggestions because for most guys, this is not a priority. I mean, you know, you know what to wear at a wedding. You know what to wear, you know. If you go to a serious meeting, you can wear a blazer or this or that, or, you know, casual. But I think in that sense, um, you can really help your guy by showing him what you like. And then, you know, if you make him feel good about it, he'll feel good about it. So that's my advice. Take him to the shop and then tell him how he looks good in this and that. And that will work. That's my advice, Vicente. Thank you so much for the voicemail. You call the next. If you want to share something romantic that has happened to you, call my show, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Valentina. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Valentina. So I understand you have a cute uh, little love story to share with me tonight. I do. Um, I hadn't been with my boyfriend for very long. You know, I know he loves me, but he's just not the type of guy that does, like, the grand gestures. Um, he's more of just kind of like a non-romantic, simple guy, which is absolutely fine. Um, but I had come back from a, a trip recently. I had spent some time at a lake house um, in Connecticut with a bunch of friends, and I learned how to stand up paddleboard, which quickly became my favorite thing to do on planet Earth. Um, I got up in the morning with a sunrise. I watched the sunrise over the lake and just paddled mm-hmm. around. And then the sunset, like I would do the same thing. Basically, I spent the entire vacation avoiding my friends and just paddleboarding. So when I came home, I would not shut up about this newfound love of mine. And um, I just was over at his house one day, and he's like, "Hey, I, I want to show you something." And I walk into his bedroom, and there's this like big bundle, and I was like what's that? And he's like, oh, it's a, it's a blow-up paddleboard. So you can take it anywhere. You just <laughs> deflate it. It has its own little carrying backpack and 
you know, whenever you're near a body of water, you can take it with you. And wow. he'd never, like, purchased anything, like, big for me before either. So I just kind of casually looked it up online. It was, like, $800. Wow. Uh, and he just, out of the blue, bought me this, like, wonderful gift. Because it, I uh, said it was my favorite thing on earth to do now. And how did that make you feel? Oh, my God. Like, I'm not even joking. I ran across his bedroom and, like, jumped into his arms. Wow. It was just joy. Listen, I, I love that. I mean, you look, this, you probably felt heard and seen because he was paying attention to you, too, right? Like, he, he realized your passion and what would make you happy, and, and he did something very special. I like that. So thank you so much, Valentina, for sharing that story. I think this is a very cute but also interesting story on the point that if you listen to your partner, you know what will make them happy. Exactly. All right. Valentina, thank you for sharing and have a good night. My pleasure. Take care. Coming up, uh, let's go to Rene's Instagram DM about a guy and she had Ulala for the first time. And guess what? Stay with me. I'll tell you what happened. So I got an interesting question from Rene on Instagram at Rendezvous Radio. She goes, Bonjour, Simon. I had Ulala with a new guy for the first time and he could not perform. He said it never happened before, and I told him it was okay. But now it's kind of awkward. He's barely texting, but I like him so much. I don't know what to do, so please help. Yeah, well, what should you do if during the first ooh-la-la, things are not working out? I'll tell you what I think next. So, it's a kind of a delicate question, but what should you do if you have Ulala for the first time with a new partner and it's not working out. In the case of Rene, the guy, well, he couldn't perform. So then what happens next? He's missing in action, kind of ghosting, probably feeling embarrassed. She likes him a lot. What can you do? Truth is, Rene, there's nothing you can do. Uh, he has to want to be with you. He has to, he has to be able to come back. And if I were you, I would you know, not insist. Why? Because he has to confront the fact that you know what? In the world, there's worse thing than not having a great first time. So I don't think it's for your job to bring him back. I think he's going to want to come back because he loves you so much and needs you so much. Not just about the ulala, but as a human being, as a partner. So don't do anything. Don't write anything. And let him come back to you. If he doesn't in a week or two, he's gone. Um, I'm sorry, but that's my only advice. Distance, and let's see if he misses you. You call the next. Bonjour, Gabi. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Gabi. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? So I, I've been married for about three years, and my husband has been dropping really tough hints that he wants a men menage a trois. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, I've never considered anything like that. I mean, I, I'm not like that kind of person. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out what to do because his hints are really tough. So, first of all, how do you feel about the ménage à trois? I feel a little weird about it. I mean, mm -hmm. he's my husband, though. So, what you know, I'm thinking, like, should I be more considerate about it? Or, or what should I do? Because, um, like I said, these hints are, like, always in my face. Wow. And <laughs> it's getting tough for me. Well, did you tell him that, that it's getting tough for you, that it's too much pressure? Well, he's not outright saying it, though, Simon. He's he's more like, 
um, like when we watch a movie or something and he, we see a scene and he'll joke about it like, oh, that should be us. <laughs> or, or or even when we're doing the, you know, the ooh-la-la, he'll, he'll say my name, but then he'll turn around and say a different name. Mm. And he'll say, oh, it's two of you. Yes. And, and you know, stuff like that. And uh, one, of, oh, one of the biggest, like, like one of the recent ones was yep. really, like, in my face. Because one of his friends comes over. We were hanging out. And uh, one of his friends comes over and says, hey, you know, talking to us or whatever like that. And he asks, what do we do to spice up our relationship? And, you know, I didn't have an answer for that. But my husband comes and says, nothing. But it would be good to get, like, a menage a trois, you know. And it's all in my face, and I just feel, like, weird about it. I feel almost, like, pressured. But he's not actually saying it. Well, this is something very personal. I can't advise you to do it or not to do it. I can advise you to follow your intuition, and, and that's what it is. Meaning, if you don't feel like it, that's it. No, close the door. Tell him up front. That's it. If you feel okay. like it, you guys can explore. You know, it's not because you're married that you're obligated to any menage à trois or other experiences. You guys do what's good for both of you, not just one of you. So if you don't feel like it, take away the unspoken and say, listen, you've been talking about this menage à trois, this, that, too many times. Please, that's enough. I'm not going to do it. So doors close. We can find other ways to have fun. If you feel like it, then do it. But always, always do good for you. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. that helps me. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you so good. much, Simon. Your Anytime. advice is always good. Always good. Oh, my gosh. That really does help me. Thank you, Gabby. Thank you so much. Good luck to you, and you have a good night. You too. Hey, if you had a crush on your friend, would you risk the friendship and tell them or keep it to yourself? We'll talk about that next. If you had a crush on your friend, Would you risk the friendship and tell them or keep it to yourself? 53% voted I would tell my friend and 47% said I wouldn't say anything. And listen, why lie and why keep the unspoken? If you're madly in love with your best friend, give it a shot. And if it doesn't work, you still have the friendship. But if you never take a chance, you might lose the chance of marrying your best friend. So... That's my last take for tonight. Thank you for listening and have a good night. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.